Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. to this week's episode of Mum and Mama, brought to you as always by the wonderful Golding Accountancy, wearegolding.com for all your accountancy needs. I hope you're good. The weather's turned, hasn't it? It was, uh, well, if you're listening to this in real time, it was like epic summer and the next day just pissed down, but um, yeah, never mind. Never mind. How are you? I am good. I have today, when I'm doing this intro, I've just recorded a podcast with the legend that is Musa Okwonga, and I can't wait for you to hear it. It was, it's such a lovely catch-up. If you don't know who he is, Google him. He's legend. He's got, um, his book came out at the beginning of the year, um, and I'm going to Google the name while I'm talking to you. Um, and he's got another book coming out in September with Ian Wright about football. So I'm going to get him on again um, to talk about that. But yeah, so that will come out soon. Uh, this week has been National Loneliness Week. And single parents are obviously very affected by loneliness. <laughs> not just um, Not just this week. But um, it did make me think, if any of you are going through anything and you want to reach out, I'm always available to um, chat. I like chatting, that's why I do a podcast. But yeah, I hope that if anyone is suffering with um, loneliness or finding it hard if you're a single parent, then please get in touch. Um, this week, my lovely guest was the wonderful Kerry, who does Your Floating Bed, which is a podcast um, to basically help children sleep. It, uh, well, she tells us all about it, how the idea came about. But it's basically all different. I guess they're kind of like guided uh, meditations, really, but not for but for children. So they're like stories that kids can listen to before they go to bed that then lets them sleep peacefully. So if your child has trouble sleeping, then do check out her podcast because it's amazing. I will post links to everything. Um, Moose's book is called... Dun, dun, dun. In the end, it was all about love. He has got other books about football and stuff, but yeah, this is um, this is a good one. So yes, that was all a bit rambly, wasn't it? I'm all a bit discombobulated. I think it's the weather. It makes you feel a bit funny, doesn't it, when it's all kind of... Not stormy, but muggy. Anyway, enjoy this podcast, and I'll see you in a bit. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Work. Work. Do you know what, Amy? I was just listening to your episode on um, that young couple who didn't realise they were pregnant. Wow. That was, like, mind-blowing. Wow. Because you hear those stories, don't you? One of my friends, her husband's cousin, she was like, oh, yeah, they just found out that she just had a baby, and we were like, oh, she must have known. Yeah. (laughs) She just didn't want to tell anyone, you know, or something. Because I just can't believe that you could I be know. pregnant <laughs> I know and not know I know because you the way you described your pregnancies was the same as me and that I found out very early on with both of mine because I just felt so ill yeah. with autumn I was very faint I remember commuting at the time and on the tubes being like oh and just knowing something wasn't right with my body yeah lo and behold I'm pregnant yeah. So it does fascinate me and slightly scare me. <laughs> but it's, so, it's amazing, isn't it, that you can be so different. It's the same process. So different. But so different. one person can literally not have a clue and then another person could be bedridden for nine months because I know, they're so sick. I know, so sick. But that's why, I don't mean, I say that to sort of every friend that is going through a pregnancy is that almost don't take anyone's advice because everybody will experience it's so true isn't it because I don't know if you found this but uh, maybe I just looked completely incapable (laughs) of pregnancy but I feel like I would get advice from every angle and now I'm sort of like just ignore it all because everybody has a completely different experience just like every baby is so different yeah I've only got two but my two so different my pregnancies were so different. Oh, really? And they are such... Are yeah, they different such sexes different babies. or are they same, same Yeah, sex? boy and a girl. Yeah. So autumn seven, Lorcan's three. But um, really bad nausea with him. With, with autumn, I have to say, I had quite a pleasant pregnancy. Yeah. I felt very faint and nauseous for the, maybe the first um, trimester. And then I just... I felt like I was just blooming. I didn't put on that much weight. I was one of those. Yeah. Lorcan, the absolute opposite. Like, honestly, I ballooned with him. 
I got acne, I was nauseous all the time. Just completely different. Wow. Completely different. And then he's a completely... He was a completely different baby. Yeah. And that's why I always say that to, like, friends, that I'm just like, nobody can give you advice because you almost don't know what you're yeah. going to get. Yeah. It's a lottery because we're all yeah. so different. Of course babies are different. And what works for one doesn't work for another and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, it's mad. But I found that story... Yeah. Because I completely believed them. Like, I, did, I wasn't oh, sitting yeah. there thinking, oh, yeah, all right. I yeah. was just... But, and, and they were so young as well. So young. So young, but really mature. Yes, That yeah. was something that yeah. struck me. They were very sort of together and sort of composed and like, okay, and this I suppose they've to had us. to have been, really, haven't they? Suppose... You, you have just got to get <laughs> no on with choice. it, haven't you? They've had no choice. Yeah. But I kind of thought of myself at that age and, like how self-involved I was and just like, no, I'm going out partying yeah. and I'm doing, like, yep. wow, as if I could have coped with that situation. Could you situation. imagine the height of your <laughs> partying no. No. and then, like, you wake up one day with a tummy ache, go to the hospital and, and you've got a baby and then that's literally the end of, <sighs> yeah. It's quite, but it's quite a trauma for your you to go through both physically and mentally, yes. isn't it? To suddenly go, and here's a human yeah. being. Like, but wow, you're not prepared. For, I mean, really, when I do think about it, actually, I can't believe that they're all right. And they haven't split up. Like, I mean, no. I don't know about How you, wonderful. but I hated yeah. my partner for the first nine months because... Well, it's huge, it's, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah everything's the their fault. The world has changed. Everything, your body's changed. Yeah. Your relationship's changed. Everything's yeah. changed. It's massive. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Good for them. Good yeah. for them to like, and that yeah, still... to be that young. Yeah, if it was going to happen to anyone, like good. Well. Yeah, yeah. Because when you interviewed them, the child was a couple of years old by that point. It wasn't. It wasn't sort of a recent thing. Yeah, or... no. I think she's three. I think she's three, and um, I think eight. Yeah, because it was April Fool's Day, wasn't it? So she. Might, it must be like her birthday. Oh yeah, they yeah. mentioned that. Yeah, that was really cute. Telling mm. their friends that it was April yeah. Fool's Day. <laughs> Like, yeah, all right. (laughs) (laughs) So sweet. Yeah, Yeah, so she must be three now. Oh, wow. What an adventure. But yes. But um, I should introduce you, shouldn't I, really? Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's fine. I just talk too much. We always chat. It's nice to just chat. Um, Today, I'm joined by the very lovely Kerry, who is the creator of The Floating Bed. (laughs) Which is just the best idea. So, I'm talking to you because your husband was on my friend's podcast. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, and he said to me, I'm going to, you should talk to his wife about this. And I was like, yeah, brilliant. So so nice. And he does a podcast with my friend Stu about MMA. Well, I know this is it now. This Does is like there's many connections. Do you like it? Do you like MMA? Uh, I kind. It's on all the time. So, for example, yesterday morning, get up and and it was on. It, it's. I don't mind it. I tell you, when I did become invested in it, was there's a sh- there's like the Ultimate Fighter show, and it's almost like a reality TV show where loads of the fighters are on in a house together. Ooh. And they're on two teams. And um, I remember Ronda Rousey and I think oh, someone, Mishla, Misha Tate, Misha Tate. Listen to me with my knowledge. Hello, She is. Um, <laughs> but I remember becoming quite invested in that. And they're, they're sort of fighting against each other. And then the two team captains. So 
yes to a certain extent and I can't help but become invested because Blake is so enthusiastic about it and it's kind of a gorgeous thing that he's met Stu because Blake loves MMA, <laughs> has done for years, um, would obviously enthuse about it to me and I would sort of <laughs> sleep with my eyes open like, yeah, that sounds great. And then met Stu and was like, wow, I've met someone who yeah. understands me. Um, so I'm so chuffed to bits for them starting this podcast. And um, they've had some really cool people on already. They've only been doing it for like a month. Yeah. And they've had some really cool people on. And um, and then also they they um, get friends on to do like the fight or flight. So people like um, our friend Emily Head and Laura Checkley and um, people that don't know anything about MMA and ask some questions about it and get them to watch a fight. And so it's a really, really fun idea. Um, and he's just having a blast doing it. Oh, so, yeah, good. but but it's like MMA is on the TV all the time. See, I can't. I'm just not into any of that stuff at all. But I, when Stu told me, I was like, that's so lovely that they found each other. Because it is <laughs> when you love something so much. Like these kindred spirits really finding it, each other. It's like, oh, that's, it's it's so like true. When my eldest daughter was wanting to show me her Minecraft world. And I just oh, could wow. not be less no. interested. No. But now she's with all these friends that she plays with. And it's lovely because they can all Yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. You found your people. You found your <laughs> yeah. people. You're good. <laughs> I can't cope with, like, the knockouts and stuff in MMA. That is a bit much for me. Like, there was one he was watching yesterday. Um, and, wow, two massive guys. And one of them just caught the other. And I can't bear the camera catching that fa- their faces as they're not... Yeah. It, and I'm just like, how do they get over that? Like, what damage are they doing? Oh, I don't know. I yeah, don't, that's yeah. when I... It's a hard watch. I can appreciate like the skill. Like, my 100%. girls were doing jiu-jitsu before everything. Oh, that's, we want ours to do that because too. it's just self-defence. That's all I want is just if they're... Brilliant. God forbid, if they're ever in a situation, they can get out of it and get away. Do you know what I mean? 100%. I just want them yeah, to I have agree. that confidence. What a skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hate it and want to give it up, but I'm just like... Oh, no! They, oh, that's kids, a shame. They do something for five minutes and then they're over uh-huh. it, aren't they? But yep. I'm like, no, yep, you're yep, doing yep. it. Because their <laughs> godfather is a massive uh, MMA Oh, fan. really? And, like, he's, right. he's like, jiu-jitsu's the best one to do. Okay. Yeah, like, Blake's into that too. Um, yeah. But I'm... So I, I can appreciate the skill and yeah. effort that goes into it but I just I don't like fighting <laughs> no I so don't I, just don't I don't watch either it because I just don't yeah, yeah I don't, I don't like I'm it. completely the same I really like salute them for the skill and yeah. for how much training goes yeah. into it as well and and oh, have God, you heard so about fit. so, so fit. fit so fit and then they have to make weight so they like, kind of go in they have to like cut weight and it's insane what they have to go through to cut weight by, um, I mean, God, we were watching a documentary the other day and someone's like sat in this sauna with loads of clothes on and they just, de- you know, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, and it's literally the day before the fight so that once they've made weight, they then go bananas and kind of like eat loads yeah. and rehydrate. It's but I just kind of think, wow, the long-term effects of that, that yeah. cannot be good for you. No. I don't, but yeah, but, but anyway. amazing, good for them, but yeah, good no for thank you. 
no, thank you. So tell us about the floating bed then. Yeah, stop talking about <laughs> MMA. Why are you here? Um, what on earth? Right. Well, during lockdown uh, in the summer, um, my daughter Autumn, who's seven, was struggling to sleep, particularly just to settle at yeah. night, um, which I think is a was a real common thing. I know that I was struggling too. Yeah. It was, I mean, I don't have to tell people, like, it was such an insane time. It was so disruptive. It was so unsettling. How um, How was she? How did she cope? Did she, she's, she's the same she, age as my youngest. Is she? So, yeah, seven, yeah. Did they, she really she, miss school? Did she kind of understand? She did miss school. She missed school. She missed friends. She missed... We're very close with um, my family. She really missed seeing them. Yeah. It was very disruptive. She, she's amazing. They both were amazing. But me and Blake worked hard to make sure, and I'm sure you were the same, to, you know, let's set up FaceTime so you're constantly talking to people and... Um, lots of activities to distract them from yeah. sort of everything that's going on. And also trying to curb conversations we were having about it yeah. so that we weren't creating too much anxiety. That's not easy to do because it was everywhere, wasn't yes. it? And you'd have yep. the radio on. Yep. Um, and they're bright kids and they pick up on stuff. I'm sure yeah. yours are the same. Like, they, they pick up because, of course. And it's like, hold on, why are we suddenly indoors all the time? And, yeah. But they did deal with it incredibly well. I think it was just the sleep thing because all of a sudden their routine was out the window. Yeah. And, like I say, it was just that disruption. And, like, I had it myself that I was kind of going to bed at night and your head is just buzzing with thoughts yeah. and the uncertainty and where is this going and what's happened it was frightening it was really frightening at first as well wasn't it yeah and um particularly so because um I work in the theatre industry which is just like shut down yeah and you're sort of surrounded by friends who are really struggling with that because I'm just freelance because obviously I've got the kids but like so many of my friends have been affected by it um so it was just that, I, I think it's always, isn't it, when you're tired, it's the end of the day, that's suddenly when all of these anxious yeah. thoughts come to your head. And so I was noticing autumn um, was like that. It's, it's kind of a crazy thing because it was autumn at first. And then in the November lockdown, it was suddenly Lorcan, my, my son was suddenly really feeling it for whatever reason. Uh so anyway, I am someone that does a lot of guided meditations uh, and uh, I try to meditate most days because I am quite an anxious person. I'm an overthinker. I just am really trying to make it part of my routine just to be a calmer person. Yeah. So I started to mess around with using really simple exercises that I had learned uh, through doing these guided meditations and create stories for autumn where we would imagine her bed floating away to wherever she chose for it to go and it seemed to work and um so <laughs> you know 
it's like with kids, I did it like once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> then it was like I couldn't miss a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was like, oh, cool, like, you know, I've got her settled by seven o'clock or whatever. I've got an evening to myself. It would be like, no, mom, you need to be in meditation. <laughs> so I couldn't. So it became like a nightly thing. But I was just so chuffed to bits that it was working. Yeah. Um, and then, like we were just saying, I was talking to friends and hearing that their children were having similar struggles classmates of hers were having similar struggles and also it was all over the news how many people were struggling with sleep particularly with children like there was um there was a study that I saw um that it was I think it was the Education Policy Institute and Parent Kind and even the Prince's Trust and they'd all done these studies that was just showing what an effect this was all having on children's mental health and I just found that so worrying. Um, and even there was another thing I saw on CNN, but that was more recently, but it was, I think her name's um, Professor Naya Chowdhury, and she'd done this research into um, how badly the, uh, how badly affected the, um, the pandemic has affected children's sleep, particularly children, yeah. because of the extra screen time, because of, yeah. um, you know, feeling just a bit lost in all of this. Anyway, um, I'm going off on a tangent as always, but because of all of this, I just thought, why don't I start recording these, which is so out of character for me. Like, <laughs> I've never done anything like that before. <laughs> started recording them um, and started sharing them via the podcast. Again, never done anything like that in my life. So it's been a bit of a crash course into like, yeah. how do you make a podcast? <laughs> um, and maybe I entered into it quite naively. But... The feedback has just been amazing um, and people are enjoying them and benefiting from listening to them. And so I've continued and that's just been such a wonderful thing, such a wonderful thing. So, yeah, so me going off on a tangent, but yeah, (laughs) that's how it got started. Um, And now we're. what's been really lovely is that I've been sort of encouraging listeners to get in touch with um their own requests for destinations which has been just so gorgeous so people have been getting in touch um on behalf of their kids and now with every journey it will be one of our listeners requests oh and we're getting such it is honestly it's just been so lovely um so I did one the other week um and a little girl had asked to go back to the stone age but if I'm honest, it really threw me because I just thought, oh, my God, I don't know anything about the Stone Age. And what I do know is, like, you know, not particularly relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of early man running away from, like, walruses and yeah. stuff. So that one was really interesting because I had to research it yeah. and kind of come up with... Um, ways of making it more relaxing which I think I got to in the end but yeah it's just it's been really good fun how it's long been really are they? good fun how long are they only about 20 minutes yeah which always feels like a good amount of time yeah. because yeah just to sort of have that calming and kind of easing you into sleep yeah. and but obviously like there's quite a few there so if you needed to listen to more than one um, yeah especially with my kids sometimes they'll be like now do another one if they haven't quite settled but um (laughs) but yeah so 
And what's also been really lovely is, yes, they were intended for kids. And my children, like I've said, are seven and three. But actually, I've heard from teenagers that use them, which, you know, has absolutely blown my mind because I never um, sort of intended that. But it, it is whatever works for you. Yeah. And only the other week, I got a message from an adult who had been struggling, um, having a rough time at work, um, sadly having panic attacks, and they'd used them. They'd, uh, they'd seen me... Um, on social media, decided to check them out and they'd worked for them. And again, like blew my mind. I was just, to know people are benefiting from something that I've just created with my kids is just, I'm just over the moon. It's more than I could have hoped for. That's such a lovely thing to do. What's been your favourite destination? Oh my goodness. (laughs) I don't know. What have I loved? I've loved, um, we had a really lovely little girl ask to go to a meadow and that worked perfectly yeah and I think the reason I like that one so much is because it did work perfectly and it's not necessarily something I would have thought thought of doing had she not requested it um but yeah as soon as she said it I was like uh yes that is the most calm place (laughs) of course but we get really brilliant requests like I've got quite a long list um which I'm chuffed to bits about and I'm just hope they keep coming but one little girl or or her mum got in in touch on behalf of um, (laughs) a little one that wanted to go to a bowl of soup. (laughs) And her mum was like, oh, is that too bizarre? And I was like, no, the more bizarre. (laughs) So, yeah, that will be one of the ones coming up. So completely brilliant nutty ideas and that would be lovely because kids are do have the best imaginations don't they the best imaginations the best imaginations so that's why i'm i you know i'm not going to say no to anything i'm like absolutely and it's good a good challenge for me as well so what's your background (laughs) then you said you work in theater yeah so i worked as a um i work in theater production yeah i worked for um millions of years as a stage manager and then slowed I know <laughs> and then slowed down um when I was trying to have babies did yeah. a bit of um theatre PR and then since having the kids it's not the easiest job to go back into as you can imagine because the hours are very long and it's all, yes. all over the place yeah so I just and also because my husband's an actor and he's all over the place yeah. as well so <laughs> our life in general is all over the place yeah and um, so yeah, I've just kind of been freelancing, and I I, um, I have some really brilliant friends who are company managers at different theatres around London, and when I can go and work, um, yeah. when I'm available, I'll, I'll I go and help out stage managing. Um, but I've also been writing recently, so trying to um, either creating my own stuff or trying to get stuff picked up, which um, <laughs> isn't the easiest. And then obviously COVID happened, and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> But yeah, so um, juggling lots of lots. Is of there any word to us when things will be coming back? As yet, in terms of theatre, yeah. Slowly, hopefully. I mean, it's just the uncertainty of yeah. knowing what is ahead. But there is. Um, so this summer, particularly um, the latter part of summer, uh, July, August, lots of places are slowly going to start opening. But then it's of course. Um, can they afford to open and only have 
half houses or, yeah. or a third yeah. of the house, however it works. It's really hard. Yeah. Um, and and then also, it's it's. I think that there's been talk about having the um, what do they call it? Like the COVID passport. I can't remember what they call them, but you have to prove you've either had your vaccination or had a negative test. I think right, that's okay. something that's been um, talked about. It's just so hard to know how any of this is going to work. Yeah. Because I read something about... that's oh, going to be really hard, yeah. isn't it? Exactly. Because I even read something about pubs are going to be asking you um, for proof you've had either a negative test or one of these... Um, in, negative test in what? Vaccination like passport. that day? Well, this Do is you know it. What I mean? This... This is it. They're gonna You're like, well, yeah. What are the what are the rules here? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And people I'm no expert it, on it, but yeah. They? But they'll find well, exactly. a way to get around that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I know it's such a mad time, isn't it? But yeah. So we'll just see what happens. Really. Have any theatres shut? Because I remember that there was a talk of everything. Going yeah. Terribly. Some smaller theatres, particularly regionally, um, have really struggled. Yeah. Um, what's been amazing has been the Arts Council funding has helped out a lot of theatres. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sadly, you know, particularly um, even if theatres can stay open, they've had to get rid of a lot of staff yeah. because they might be able to use that pot of money to keep the theatre open as in like keep their rent paid but not necessarily be able to hold on to staff yeah, and yeah you know even if it is a case of furloughing them so it's a real struggle a lot of my friends I mean god bless them so I've got like friends that are now Amazon drivers working yeah. in pubs but now of yeah. course pubs um closed um I've got one lovely friend and I'm chuffed to bits for him in fact he helps me with the podcast but he's managed to get some work um He's a sound, um, sound technician, so he's managed to get some work with F1, which, again, is, like, something I know nothing about. It goes over my head, but F1. Racing. Yeah, so he <laughs> edits the races. Yeah, no, the races. <laughs> <laughs> so people are really having to, to branch out. Well, and, and Diversify. Well, this is it, isn't it? Because none of oh. us know what is ahead. Like, yeah. you know, I'm trying to be super positive and kind of go you know like things are opening slowly let's hopefully this is yeah. it as we're all getting vaccinations but you just don't know just don't know when so what is... did you always want to go into this did you want to act or did you always want to kind of be no yeah I prefer creating yes um yeah. I know I don't stop talking, but I'm actually quite shy. So, <laughs> but um, getting up on stage in front of people is not my bag at all. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm just, a, I say it to Blake regularly, like Blake uh, getting up, like, you know, like, oh God, when he's done like West End shows and stuff and getting up in front of a massive audience of yeah. thousands of people. I don't know. I think I'd pass out. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. It's just not me. Um, it's just not me. But no, I always have been in love with theatre um, and I love creating my own stuff. I've always written. Yeah. And I think uh, I think it was probably around that time I was at uni that I started to sort of direct and stage manage stuff. And then I thought, ah, okay. I didn't even really know that was something you could pursue. So that's why I ended up, um, I ended up going to drama school to Lambda and studying to uh, be, work in technical theatre and and create 
create theatre. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, I did that for, for a long old time. Um, and then whilst being at home with the kids and kind of doing these freelancing jobs, I've, I've kind of more and more started like getting into the writing yes, and yeah. creating, like we did a short film and I put on a few um, stage plays and stuff. So yeah, so yeah. I've always been into creating, but um, Blake's the one that performs in our family. <laughs> God knows what happened <laughs> with the kids. <laughs> They're already showing signs of it and I'm like, oh my God, more active. <laughs> How long have you been married for? We've only been married... Oh, my God. We've been together a long time. We've been together 12, 13 years. But okay. uh, we only we only got married... Oh, my God, how rubbish am I? I can't remember. <laughs> Five years. Five years, I think. Okay, that's yeah, we, quite we long. Were, I guess it is, yeah. It was something that we were sort of like... I don't know. At first went fussed by, and then... Um, I don't know what happened really, but we ended up having a lovely holiday with a load of mates over in Mauritius and got married there and it oh, was perfect. Lovely. Like, yeah, yeah, it was such a laugh, like with mates. Um, typically, Blake, we were supposed to be there for two weeks and Blake got a job in the middle of it <laughs> to fly home. Oh. This is something, Amy, that happens. It's so funny. It happens yeah. nearly every time we book a holiday. But Lots you know of what, actors though? say that. It's good because he's working. Because acting's it's it's amazing. Amazing hard, isn't it? It's so if you're working... Too, yeah, it's so hard. Right. It's so, so hard. And like people often say, you know, oh, do you think the kids get into it? And it's not something... I would always support them, whatever they want to do. I don't know that I'd overly encourage them to get in... Because it is so hard. Yeah. And it's so hard, I think, um, maybe what people don't consider as well is it's so hard on like your mental health yeah. and your mental well-being. Yeah. Um, it is a brutal job and getting rejected yeah. all the time and and the disappointment. And this year has been so difficult for so many actors we know. Yeah. And you worry, you really worry about everyone. Um, the latter part of the year has been a bit better because it seems like lots of productions have picked up. Yeah. Um, but even so, it's so hard. Like, <laughs> I've been helping Blake out with um, auditions and stuff over, like, Zoom. And, yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, man, it just... It's so difficult now. Obviously, no one can go into the room and audition, so... You're having to like self tape and setting all that up. There's such pressure on actors, yeah. but um, but there's so many weird things, isn't there? That's come out of this funny year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, madness. Yeah. So is he is he mainly theatre or TV? TV or and film. Yeah, yeah TV mainly. And film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just come back from um, filming Kiev, actually. So he's um, we're all like quarantining at the moment. He just got tested this morning. Someone comes to the door with a test, and oh, he has wow. to like stick it up his nose. And yeah, but <laughs> nice. well, we laugh at him. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so is he away a lot? Um, he well. It's such a weird thing. It's sort of feast or famine with the job, isn't it? Like, yeah. we... He is away a fair bit. Um, and that's something that I've always just been used to, to be yes. honest. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, if you're going to hook up with an actor, you've got to be ready for that stuff. Yeah. Um, because I even remember sort of quite early on 
when we first got together, um, we'd booked uh, a holiday. I think we were going to the States, actually, and it, he got a job and we had to cancel it. And I was sort of like, okay, this is just how things are going to yeah. go. Yeah. And it's fine because I'm quite independent I quite enjoy my own company so I'm never sort of like no you can't go I just sort of get on with it and I don't mind you know kind of having those times where I am you know gonna have to be at home with the kids it's hard work but I just get on with it really and um it's just always been part of our life the funny thing is that it it mostly seems to be those last minute jobs like so he's just been over in Kiev and he literally found out about it maybe two, two or three days before he had to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. It's that kind of thing. We do have that kind of bonkers lifestyle where it is just, it's almost like we get up in the morning and we'll be like, right, what have you got on today? What have I got yeah, on today? Yeah, because yeah. every day is sort of all yeah. over the place, you know? I so no wonder. I like that though. It's quite nice. I do quite knowing. like it. Yeah, I do quite like it. Yeah. I do sometimes crave routine, but um, yeah. I suppose the routine comes from the school routine with yes. the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at yeah. least you're sort of like, well, I have to be at this place yeah. at you know half eight to drop them off and then pick them up and whatever. But um, yeah, it is it is kind of yeah. nuts that way. I think it's nice. But, like I think if you're if you know that you've just got to do it on your own and you've got to get on with it, then it's easier. I think it's harder when you're waiting for someone else to do things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you know if it's yeah. just me for a couple of weeks or whatever, then yeah. you just get on with yeah. it. Just get on with it, don't you? Yeah. Well, because you have to. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then on the other hand, when he's not working, he's there all the time, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah. That's well, quite this is nice. it. Exactly. Exactly. Because he's it's not like daddy has got a nine to five job and he's you know he is then around and he's with them and he's a very hands-on dad as well so I'm incredibly lucky in that respect as well um yeah it is that feast or famine thing yeah (laughs) where it's either lots of work or little work but I think I think that's probably like a lot of jobs isn't it it's just um particularly in the sort of the creative industry but yeah yeah madness with the podcast then do you want to carry on going for as long as I would really like to um and that is spurred on by having such um positive feedback and from slowly creating this little community which is I I think maybe going into it like I said I think I was just really sort of naive and like oh people need this like our friends are struggling. I'm hearing on the news how much people are struggling. Why don't I give this a go? So to then see it growing and, and have so many lovely people getting in touch um, has met, spurred me on to go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to yeah. keep doing this and I'm going to keep making these. Um, and I really enjoy it. And it's really nice having the kids involved because yeah. they really enjoy it. Um, Autumn always says like her hello at the beginning <laughs> stuff. Um, and they yeah they really enjoy it um, so do you record s- them when you're doing them with her at night I tried that and um, it, you'll always I don't you're probably the same with your kids but I'll suddenly get mum I'm not mum this is uncomfortable or oh I need a drink now and you're like I don't think people are going to appreciate yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're trying to chill out and you've got like my two jumping out of bed. Oh, I need, I need the toilet again or whatever. So 
generally I'll make them up as I am putting them to bed and then yeah. um sort of record myself on the the voice notes yeah and then um and then re-record it yes yeah uh, onto onto the old garage band and then put yeah. music to it um but like I say sometimes like with that stone age one it suddenly isn't something that I can just make up on the spot I'm like yeah. okay <laughs> research and <laughs> I'll have to listen to that because, yeah, I can't really imagine what you would do. Well, I I sort of turn it so that I um, sort of said to the listeners how it had been a challenge for me. And in every every sleep journey, I tried to put in a positive affirmation. Yes, yeah. um, For them to take with them. So I made that the affirmation of like rising to the challenge because that's exactly what I had had to do (laughs) but it was a challenge for me yeah (laughs) um so yeah so I just try and um I don't know just try to be honest and and uh go with it that way um but no it's just been such a a gorgeous experience and I'm just um chuffed to bits people enjoy it I even had um last weekend a guy get in touch because he had a new puppy, a very young puppy. And I have to say, I've never had a puppy, so I didn't realise this was a thing, but the puppy wouldn't sleep and he was really struggling. It was almost like having a new baby. The, the yeah. puppy wouldn't sleep and he was really struggling to settle the puppy. And so he put on our podcast and the puppy really enjoyed it and fell asleep listening to the podcast. <laughs> mind blowing is so lovely so um yeah there we go so it's for kids grown-ups yeah. and puppies <laughs> have you but found yeah, it's really helped lovely. you yeah do you find a yeah. lot yeah yeah a lot a lot and it um like I was saying I think I am someone that really benefits from meditation and from just working on being calm I think that yes, is always yeah my goal I am someone that um I easily get get wound up and anxious but I I'm imagine an your job is a very stressful job like yeah on yeah when it's going on you know yeah I make sure everything's yeah. all right like I the best way to do yeah yeah <laughs> and I but you're absolutely right yeah years of doing that but also I think just me as a person and like I have the best parents in the world but now sort of I'm older I can look at them and go oh you know you are quite anxious people there are you know and there's those things that we all worry about and whatever but so I think my goal is always to be the best version of myself and that would be a calm version of myself and as a parent I want I want to be an example to the kids and yeah be calm and be I mean it's not easy is it hello what am I talking about but <laughs> you know when you're faced with but those you different situations try. to be yeah, yeah to be composed you're and, aware yeah, of it yeah. and you're trying yeah. and that's that's the best anyone can do because no but one's this is perfect it. today but as long as of you're aware of it and you're trying of course to, they're not you know but this is it so always trying to better yourself and trying to um do anything I can to make myself calmer and worry less and I think it I am such a sensitive person and I've got quite sensitive kids and 
sort of like everything upsets me and I carry everything with me. To be honest, even I yesterday I was listening to your um, brilliant episode with, was it Stuart, his name, from Hair Haircuts for oh, Homeless? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Amy, I found it so moving. So moving. Yeah. But I am that kind of person where I'll listen to that love it be moved by it but then that stays with me for the rest of the evening yeah. and it will keep playing things he yeah. said and situations he described and uh, there's a couple anecdotes about people he's worked with yeah just it's almost like a film in my mind yeah. and that's what I need to work on is that I can't yeah. just go okay switch off like look this is a happy story because this guy is doing something positive I'm just like oh those poor people Have those poor people those poor that's people. been worse since you've had children yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I can't. What? Like, I've always been. I get very involved in films. I'm very empathetic. Same. I suppose, but it really affects yeah. me. But since yeah, I've had same. the kids, I can't watch anything that's upsetting because no. I just get so upset. No. Same. What did I watch? Oh, I watched some film the other day that um, my friend had recommended to me, and I can't remember what it was because my memory is absolutely shot to pieces. But I yeah. messaged him and I was like, look, if you're going to recommend really disturbing, upsetting films, yeah. you need to Can give me a heads up because yes. I, I need to prepare myself before yeah. And if yeah. I'm due on and watch something oh, like that, don't even go there. it's just game no. over. I think I was... Train wreck. I watched, oh, it's a sin. Have you seen that? I it's absolutely loved it. But I know what you're talking about because I cried like a baby yes. from start to finish. Yes. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> but it's really haunting. That's a really haunting show. It's yeah. so perfect. But it, yeah, that stayed with me. Yeah. I completely know what you mean about um, it being different since becoming a parent because that's a, a perfect example in that it broke my heart how many of the, the parents uh, in that story either just abandoned their children because of their sexuality or just had no comprehension of what yeah. these men were going through broke me. Because I, I think maybe that is what it is, isn't it? Is when you're, when you become a parent, you suddenly are putting your children into that situation and how would I be as a parent and uh, helping them through yeah. something like that. But yeah, it's... It's um, that can you imagine really stayed with disowning me. Disowning your child? Oh no! Isn't it? Wasn't it in like the first episode? Within you know maybe the first twenty minutes of it, that Rusko's character, um, he was just completely cast out of his family home, and they were almost doing. It was almost like they thought he had like a. Uh, they were doing like an exorcism, yeah, like he had yeah, the devil yeah, inside yeah, him. Yeah, broke me. Yeah. Just broke me. I'm just like, oh my god, that's your baby. Yeah, that's yeah. your baby. You're just casting out. Um, but it's amazing so how many families did that. How things have changed in such a short space of time. I mean, I, I was. I remember the whole way thing going. I think I was maybe six mm. or eight when it all kind of was kicking off. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing that in our lifetime. It was so awful for people. I know, but then I also, know. I suppose, in the short amount of time that it has changed so much because I know, more people are I so, know. you know, yeah, accepting yeah. of everything now, aren't they? And more open. Yeah. And also, I suppose, how medicine, the advancements in medicine and how, you know, it is yeah. treatable. Yeah. Um, but just even those scenes where... I can't remember the name, Colin, was it, the, the Welsh character, when he's just sort of, like, shut away in that room. Yeah, yeah, and his mum, yeah. oh, my God, honestly, just cried like a baby from sight. It's such yeah, a it's movie. A, it's amazing. 
piece yeah, yeah russell t davis amazing stuff yeah. like that it's like i can't i have to prepare stays myself with me. stays with me and the I one about like... the boys in new york that got done the central park boys that was on What's netflix that? last year i think is oh, it you will see me is it it's about the central park it was five or six lads got framed for a um a sexual assault in central park and went right. to prison they were children and it was oh all the police God. just framing them because they just wanted to close the oh case, basically. That I think you will see me. I'm sure it's called that. It's on. It's a true story. They all went on Oprah after. I've not watched the Oprah one after yet because I've got to build myself up to that. Oh, but that's yeah, really right. good. Oh, is it? But yeah, but no. I yeah, I don't cope well with it. I feel like. Like you said, but since becoming a parent, but also I feel like this year, if I'm honest, this year yes. has made me yeah. more emotional. Um, yeah. and I don't know, I do have maybe more moments of feeling quite fragile. So to be honest, yes, I watched it, it's a sim, but on the most part, it's comedy, 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 yes. anything light. Yes, yes. 100%. <laughs> all you're going to find me watching. watching. Just, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm exactly the same. And I do Isn't like, um, I do really like, good things to watch good Same. things that yeah. make you feel stuff but I do just I have to on the whole I just want to have a laugh and <laughs> yeah like I just blasted through Shit's Creek oh yeah, yeah anything that. gorgeous like um the office and the American office yes, and yes, the rock. Yeah. anything like that that's all I'm interested in yeah, keep it yeah. light <laughs> It's funny, isn't it? Is it? We need it. We need yeah, it. Yeah. I think we do need it, don't we? Do we need, we need to keep it light because not just the pandemic, but just the news in general, there's so much heavy stuff going on in the world. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's too much for us all to take. It's a lot for people yeah. to take. Um that we do need to find these ways of keeping it light, whether it be, you know, taking it back to your floating bed, whether it be finding yourself something that works for yeah. you, that brings you calm, yeah. or whether it be just curling up and watching some comedy. Yeah. We've got to find that escapism that takes us away from how heavy things have been yeah. recently, yeah. haven't we? It's 100%. important. Yeah. And yeah. How, are the kids sleeping all right now? <laughs> well, they recently moved into bunk beds, so they're like buzzing like crazy oh. they're really excited to have fun with no they are um we're still doing the sleep journeys i'm sort of held to that now i have to yes. like they they sort of demand that's a lovely them. thing though because that's time <laughs> with them before they go it to sleep lo- um before you it know, really is a lovely teenagers. thing <laughs> well that's it that's so true well, amy isn't it that is the thing and i I often remind myself of that because you know what it's like. You're juggling a million things and you think, right, I'll get them to bed by eight and then I've got to do X, Y and Z or maybe I just want an evening to myself. But you're so right because they are only little for what feels like five minutes. So for me to go, do you know what? No, let me prioritise spending some time with them and making up these (laughs) stories with them or whatever it might be. It's so important because... You know, it won't be long until they don't want anything to do with me because yeah. they're like moody teenagers <laughs> yeah, or whatever. But whatever, yeah, mom. You're so... <laughs> One word of advice when making the bunk beds: watch your head. Already done it. Yeah, already. Every smacked. fucking time I change their beds, I whack yeah. my head. Yeah. On, yeah. Yeah. It's one of the my bane of my life. My bunk but it's beds. also like working out how to 
balance on the top, uh, the bottom bunk, so that you can make the bed on the top bunk. Like I was changing their bedding last night. I was like, I, how am I doing this? Yeah. Am I balancing? It's oh, the God. hardest thing in the what? world. Yeah, yeah. So slight regret luck. already. <laughs> <laughs> So where can people find, so obviously you've got the podcast, social media. On the social medias, we're on, um, I mostly do Instagram, but I am on Facebook and and Twitter as well. And the podcasts are available on wherever you get your podcasts, so on all platforms. Um, so yeah, so well, I'll, just I'll share links growing. to everything, and oh, if people have so got their lovely. own Thank journey, you. then yeah, they can just get in touch. A message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do do that would be really cool. <laughs> oh, lovely. All right, well, thank you so Yay. much for coming on. Thank you, Amy. and I'll yeah, I'll talk to you soon. All right, take Yay. care. Thank you. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, so that was lovely Kerry's lovely um check out her podcast and get in touch if you have an idea then get in touch with her um I mean I do think she's got a few to get through but she'll get there eventually I'll post a link to um her Instagram page so you can check that out what else what else what else I don't think I've got anything exciting to tell you um, please get in touch if you have a story you'd like to share let me know if you know of anyone that you'd like to hear on the podcast please let me know so I can get in touch with them and ask subscribe so you get it every week share it sharing's caring most importantly people stay safe and sane everyone's feeling a bit deflated aren't they because we were meant to be having some freedom um, tomorrow but that's uh, not happening now for the greater good but we've got to wait another four weeks. But my heart goes out to um, all the people that work in hospitality. As someone who does work in the music industry, yeah, it's, it's a killer. So, yeah. Um, hopefully things will improve, though, and things will get better, and everything will get back to normal work. soon. Keep everything crossed. But, yeah, big love to you all. Work. And I will see you next week. Bye. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.